0: Ash. Karen. I missed you. I missed you. It's been over a
1: week. Has it only been a week? No, no, it's
0: been over a week because we didn't see each other last Monday because you were already gone. So it must have been before
1: that. I felt as if I haven't seen you for like a month. (laughs) And it's always funny like when we go a long time without seeing each other and then like usually we meet for coffee or try to like see each other before the podcast. Uh Uh-huh. But um, today we didn't, and yeah. when we do that after a break, I always just want to like sit and talk to you. But I'm like, oh, let's record. Yeah. Well, it's also like maybe we should sit and talk while we're recording.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'll see you and I'll want I'll start asking you questions and I'll be like, I should probably wait <laughs> till we're recording do and you make you this matter? part of the podcast.
1: Do you matter? Things we've just never told each other because we We started to and then we're like, oh let's wait for the pot and then we then we have horrible memories so
0: horrible 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 Horrible. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we should just like one episode just literally like sit and talk to each other and like forget about the podcast because i'm sure people would love to hear what our conversations i mean are we like. don't know that but let's ask the people i feel
0: like they would hey people
1: they said the beginnings are if you want to hear
0: more about us just like rammer rammering, ram, just rammering ranting on about random stuff
1: ranting stammering just
0: chit-chatting girl talk uh yeah. let us know because we can absolutely do that right that could be fun
1: I think it would be I was just
0: on my sister's podcast the other day and it ended up being like that like she asked me what I wanted to talk about and I was like I don't know it's your podcast like you you tell me what you want to talk about yeah and she had like no real outline and we just talked and we like went way off we were just going to talk about like sister stuff we went all over the place and it was actually really fun but I don't know if it would be fun to listen to (laughs) like it was fun because we were just like chatting about like different topics but I'm like is that interesting
1: I feel like you tell us, yes, audience, if you if you have like rapport with the podcast or uh-huh. like the hosts of it, right? Because I feel like you've been listening for a while. Yeah, You're and, and people are invested in you. Whereas, like, if someone was just listening to an episode like that, that was their first time. That'd be tough. It yeah. might be a little like. I don't really care. Yeah. But about we that, know, you know our our people, oh they listen to us, us because they love us. They've been through it uh-huh. with us. 100%. Yeah. So, I feel like I feel like it's a yes. <laughs> I feel like it's funny cuz when um because I'm like so famous now, but like when people do come up to me in public, mm-hmm. it's it's funny how like most of the time they're like I f- it's so weird cuz I feel like I know you. Right. Because like I just know so much about you. Like yeah. Um, I know your voice, like, I know your laugh, I know what you did last week, like, all yeah. this stuff. It was I, crazy, I had
0: an interaction, or interaction, I uh, still am in contact with some people that I went to, like, elementary school with, oh, and uh-huh. one, of the, one of my friends um, that I grew up with messaged me and was telling me about, like, how much she loves podcasts, and we just chat here and there, and one day, she was talking, she, like, responded to one of my posts about the podcast, and she goes, I just loved her and I, I just wish I could just hug her, Aww. and it was... Kind of weird for me because I was like, whoa, you know Taryn too. Like it was like a whole like, oh, my childhood friend knows of and like knows Taryn pretty well. And it was a whole like clash of two worlds. And it was kind of fun. I was like, oh, that's
1: really cool. That's happened to me too, where I've I've been talking to someone that I know has not met you or like I've never talked about you with. Yeah. And they've been like, or I'll be like, oh, I went here and they'll be like, oh, with your friend Ashley. And I'm like. That's I'm like weird. yes, you know her. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's so much yeah. fun. No, yeah, we just have so many friends. now. <laughs> Which is so All the either. friends.
0: Um, Complete opposite of me in high school.
1: <sighs> I wish I
0: went to your high school. I would be. I would be your friend. I would tell high school me that one of these days. How many listeners do we have?
1: <laughs> you will have. You millions will have millions of friends. Of friends. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Feels um, right. Feels right yeah i I talked to well I didn't talk to you so you know how t- you know I think I've talked about on here how I have this curse where every no joke and I am I love having crushes mm-hmm. so I have crushes on everyone she does um minus my celebrity crushes almost every single honestly I would almost say every I would say every I keep saying almost every which like they cancel each other out figure it out but I'm like 99% sure every guy that I've had a crush on has years later told me that they used to like have a massive crush on me. Yeah. It's, I was witness to one of those. Disgusting. I was witness it to one, one of those. Pisses me off mm-hmm. to the T. But one of those guys was this guy that I went to school with him through, um, I think it was like junior high and then he started hanging out with my high school group of friends too. Okay. So, pretty much like junior high through like a little bit into college like we were in the same circles and I was just obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he is one of the most beautiful he was a boy then, he's a man now. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful people. And I always had the biggest crush on him. And he was the one, and I think I've told the story on here before, where I went to, like, a pool party with some of my friends. And I, like, walk in and I see him, like, floating in the pool. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, he's even hotter. Like, wow, this <laughs> It had plausible? been, like, a couple years. Yeah. And he, like, yells over for me to come over. And so I went. And he was like, oh, my gosh. I was just telling so-and-so that I used to be, like, in love with you. And I'm not joking. I literally looked at him and I was like, I hate you. Like, yeah. I genuinely hate you now because yeah. I was in love with you. Yeah. But anyways, he um, posted on his story. It was, like, his birthday. And so I responded and was like, oh, my gosh, happy birthday. And he, I mean, for all of you who are, like, go for it, turn, he's dating someone who's, like, all happy and love. So that ship, I think, has sailed. For now. But, I mean... <laughs> I mean, what if I go ruin it? I mean, no, no they look super. I am. They happy don't even for him. know who I
0: am. Because he was my oh, friend. Shoot, so like, maybe they do.
1: I am. No, if Ash they everyone to the knows. Pod. Yes. Um, I'll wear a disguise. I'm thinking now. I'm like, I wonder if he listens, but I don't think so. I don't mm. think so. Okay. But so
0: I could get away with this
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> sabotaging a relationship. You just make like a so fake account.
1: Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca Stanley from Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Sliding in to ruin a relationship near Becca you. Becca I just made a commercial for your like <laughs> Fake account Call 1-800 um, Yeah <laughs> um, okay. But He I said happy birthday to him and then I was laughing because I look at the messages above Mm -hmm. and there was three exchanges and they were all me responding to stories saying happy birthday and him being like thanks so good to hear from you then the next year happy birthday (laughs) thanks so good to hear from you yeah so I was like lol at our last three exchanges and he was like laughing saying like oh yeah for sure and then he once
0: said happy birthday to you
1: I don't think so unless he like you deserve better. I do. I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> um, but anyways, so he was like, he's like, also, like, it's been so fun just, like, keeping track of, like, you and your life. Like, your life looks so much fun or something. And I was just like, oh, ha ha. And then I was like, okay, well, like, I'm sure I'll see you around. Want to be my plus one? be a main character in it <laughs> no but yeah there's a slot it's I open don't for you totally know why i started talking about that. i don't know why either i don't know anyways um how are you oh i'm great catch us up
0: um this was my first year not going to coachella
1: in seven years dude i know i've Me gone too.
0: every coachella for yeah. the last seven years i didn't know what to do with myself this weekend yeah i actively
1: stayed off socials, so I didn't get FOMO. Okay, but were you completely fine with your decision until literally you saw the first post? Because that was me. I was at the house because, uh, as most of you know, me and my sister share dogs. So
0: I basically lived at her house this past weekend um, because she has a backyard, and it's a lot easier when there's two dogs. So So I was there when they were packing up and leaving, and that's when I felt it. Oh, that's when it hit? That's when I felt it. And I saw her fits, and I saw everyone like getting ready, and I was like...
1: I literally did not regret my decision until the first Alicia, it was actually Alicia. I like went on Instagram and I saw her post her first day outfit and I was like, what is this feeling that is rising? I
0: cannot even begin to explain how shocked I was by how much FOMO I felt. And I was like, Ashley, You made this decision. We're saving money. We've been there. We've done that seven times in a row. Like, calm down. You've you've done it. And I was like, okay, like that's fine. I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay busy. I went on hike and I went to a baseball game. I went to a chiropractor, (laughs) (laughs) doing all the things to like not see it. But then I saw Blink 182 came out, and I was like, dude, I was damn
1: it. Did you know they're coming? They're gonna be I know me and my sister are talking about getting tickets and I was gonna text you <sighs> and lead yeah, it to you. We please. Yeah. Cause I was thinking of like I know everyone knows like their main songs, but like that's my
0: generation of oh, music. Yeah. And I would have lost my sh No, if I, I would was have in the crowd. Freaked I would have had out. so much fun. Um Travis Barker was always like a huge idol of mine yeah. as a drummer. Like I just yeah? thought he was oh so gosh, cool. And one of my drum instructors in Riverside used to instruct and teach him. Oh, back no in the way. day, and I had this really weird interaction with Travis Barker years ago. I it was probably, it was probably like nine years ago. It was, I was at my first apartment and i went to an event and he was there and i was determined to say hi so i did and i was so uncomfortable <laughs>
1: did you actually like exchange Yeah we them? took a photo together cool. and i have it and oh my god can we the, please I post it i annoyed
0: the hell out. like i was following him around like <laughs> i didn't know celebrity oh etiquette i didn't know to just go up and like be cool and like hey bro can i get a photo like i was just yeah. like quietly stalking him <laughs> Because yeah. I was so like it's him. I could
1: just see her like wide blue eyes yes. in the back. But I've never seen him play like live.
0: Mm-hmm. I would have lost it.
1: No, I know. There was a few I I tried to stay off as much as possible too. Yeah. But um yeah, there's a few things I saw that I was like, oh gosh. But it's okay. Overall, I am still supportive. <laughs> yeah of the decision I made. Yeah. We made our decision. We got it. Because there's supportive. just a lot there's just a lot going on within the n- next few months and mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I'm I'm confident that I made the right decision. Yeah. But I did go through. I was dying. I'm going to show you cuz my first my first year at Coachella was 2012. Nice. Isn't that nuts? That's wild. And I'm like dying looking after at my Alicia outfits. Graduated. Like I'll show you. Ash, I'll send it to you. So um also I know I've talked about it before, but I'm very aware now that I had like severe body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. And these pictures photos
0: is proof every time. I'm
1: I'm gonna send you a few, but like tell me why. Also I have our first Tell me why here at Coachella.
0: (laughs) You're so cute. Okay, so these
1: are some of my first Coachella outfits. And then also look at how freaking tiny I am and tell me how I literally was so uncomfortable because I thought I was like the biggest person ever in our friend group. And now I'm like looking at them and I'm like, huh?
0: Yeah, that was my first Coachella and it was with you and you were so little.
1: But this look at how tiny I am. Yeah. And I literally remember in that photo being like, oh my gosh, I'm so much bigger than them. Isn't that nuts? Especially that one. No, I'm literally the same size. Tiny. Yeah. But I, if you asked me if I've ever been skinny my entire life, I would have told you like, oh no, I've always, I've always been like a bigger girl. And I look back at photos and I'm like, no, you weren't. Like you weren't. Yeah.
0: But I feel like that. And yeah, I feel like that's how it starts though, is you're comparing. You're not and then you compare yourself to someone who is like significantly tiny like, yeah, who's, like a, yeah. who's like a twig like i remember doing that there was this girl Candace that i grew up with um in high school and she was so little like yeah. little little like even like shorter skinnier like everything about her was so small and i just remember being like i'm so much bigger than her and i'm like well, of course you are you're five yeah. six. yeah <laughs> you know like i was like this height in high school um and she was just she was just shorter and like everything about her was so s- small small yeah you know yeah and I was like oh that's so cute I wish my feet were that small why is that a thing like you want you wish your feet were smaller because it makes you feel smaller and skinny and it's so stupid but we had a conversation as roommates I think about that a few years ago me Taryn and Alicia yeah about how like how weird and messed up it is that we all wanted a smaller shoe size because it made us feel like we were Skinnier.
1: I used to squeeze the crap out of my feet into I wanted to be like seven was the max that I would be. Like I wanted to be like a six and a half mm-hmm. and I'm like, now that I've gotten older and I don't know if my feet have like <laughs> grown or plumped or I don't know, but now I'm like a solid like eight and a half, nine, I was gonna say, but I, I always used to be like seven, seven and a half, like was max. Like if I really like couldn't feel my isn't feet. Isn't that crazy? What is that? That's like, weird. Like
0: I've been in an eight and a half for as long as I can remember. And I would look at all my girlfriend's shoes that we'd have like vans in high school and everyone, yeah. everyone looked so you wanted cute. them to be yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, mine are giants. When no, like an eight and a half is so average. You know, like that's like a normal like, why height does that shoe size.
1: Yeah. So, so stupid. So weird. Okay. Wow. Um.
0: Comment below <laughs> or DM us or let us know if you ever, if that relates to yeah, you in oh, any I'm way sure. or if you relate to that.
1: I feel like everyone. It sounds girl, messed up, but
0: yeah. I think it's more common than we well, think. Well, and then
1: guys, it's the opposite. Like they want a bigger yes, shoe size. Yes. So it's like so weird. Yeah. The two. <sighs> Dynamics. Life. Um, I went on a vacation with my fam Mm -hmm. up in Tahoe. So that was like nice. Just being in nature is so detoxing. Rejuvenating. Like Mm -hmm. I just felt. Grounding. Yeah. I felt very ready to like come back and take over the world. So Um, I haven't done it yet today. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll see. There's always tomorrow. Um, But yeah. Other than that, I think I'm. I think I'm good overall. I have my next thyroid appointment coming up, so I'm really excited to see how my levels are. Mm -hmm. Um, I still feel slightly off, so I'm I'm thinking they're going to have to increase my meds. But what's freaking nuts is I've lost like 15 pounds since my surgery.
0: That was what? Two months ago?
1: Yeah. But I have i eat literally like crap and i don't work out so it's just nuts seeing how much your hormones were. my body like is just changing Mm -hmm. like and it's it's not for any like effort to to like try to lose weight right but it's just crazy to me how it's very validating that like something was wrong Mm -hmm. so um so it, and it gave me more motivation of like, okay, I really want to get my levels good so that I can fully feel it. I definitely feel better than I felt in years. Awesome. But I still am like kind of sluggish and a little off. I so feel like that's normal for yeah.
0: ha- having to still adjust and transition yeah. to a new medication.
1: No, for sure. So I am excited about that, but that's literally the only thing going on. Nice. <laughs> <my life>. So <laughs> fun stuff, fun stuff. <laughs>
0: Just a little update. We still have some of our Therapy is Hot totes yes. available on our merch website. So that's linked below. If you haven't yet, go ahead and click on the link uh, in the, descri- is it the description box.
1: What would it you- depends where you're looking. <laughs> I'm so. If you're in YouTube. YouTube it, it would be in the comment or the description, description.
0: box. Podcast, I don't even know. Don't even how know.
1: It's, a, it's below. Can click you the link comment below. on podcast episodes? <laughs> I feel like I should know this. No,
0: you can, like, rate and review it, but you can't actually comment. Okay. So you could also,
1: I don't know, go wherever you want. We have all the socials. Do in, what you can on each one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get yourself a tote is what we're saying. Yes. Um,
0: I also recently discovered a new podcast that I like.
1: Oh, tell us more. Um, this
0: one is called Witnessed. Is it true Double, crime? Devil in the Ditch. Yeah, it's a true crime. It's a very, like... It's this girl, um, digging into like the history of her own family Ew. and, uh, because her grandmother was murdered and it's <gasps> a very, it was good and it, but it's, it's, I'm still working through it, but it's a very like, it's not too cinematic. Yeah. But it's, you can tell it's just like her and her equipment, but like, yeah. it's a great story and she's a great journalist and. It's just really, really good. So I really wanted to just kind of plug that because I feel like it's it's on the up and coming side, and I feel like it's wow,
1: definitely good. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Anything I think you've been am, listening to. Um, honestly, I I still think my favorite podcast right now is Anatomy of Murder. Yeah, and the last few cases they've covered have been nuts. Yeah. So um, today was like they or last week they released a part one. So I've been dying because tomorrow is part, is part two. two, but it's like so interesting. But I still I would love to start branching out and listening to more like self-help, like motivational podcasts. Oh, my God. Like, that's like the realm I'd love to like I go could more in. I send you Please, so many. Anytime. Anytime, Ash. Send me, send me all the things. Oh, my God. Because, you know, I just want to change lives oh. forever. <laughs> Anything
0: Jay Shetty has been yes. so good lately. Yes. Anything all Ed Milet. Has been extra good.
1: Yeah. Did you see um, Jay Shetty just posted, um, he has like an episode with Joe Jonas. Oh, fun. And it was really interesting because Joe Jonas was talking about like a chunk of his life where he thought he was like ill, like a very sick. And his family used to like make fun of him because they were like, he's literally in the ER like every week because he would just, keep going to the hospitals and different doctors because he was like something's wrong with me yeah and um finally one of the doctors was like hey have you ever talked to a therapist and he was like "What? like why would i talk to a therapist like i'm sick but Mm. it turns Mm. out it was like anxiety Mm -hmm. and he didn't know and i just thought that was so interesting because i'm sure a lot of men go through that because women were a lot more open to like What anxiety is in therapy and stuff like that and our emotions. We're just so much more in touch, Mm -hmm. which is why I think the suicide rate is so high for men because Mm -hmm. they don't have a safe place to express it. And they're not, oh, they're not like familiar with symptoms of anxiety Mm because they just don't talk about it. Oh, my God. So and it just shows like how if you have severe anxiety, it is so debilitating and it, it does physically take over your body yeah so it was just so interesting to me
0: i just had this conversation just had this conversation this past weekend with a family friend of mine and her husband had some serious like back problems and a lot of like chronic pain and you know through like ups and downs and finally going through therapy realized he had so much childhood trauma serious and it was in storing in his body and Well, so he had so much childhood trauma that he started like sorting through and then turns out, obviously, like so many men in this country, um, if they cry, they're a pansy. You know, if if they show any kind of emotion, they're weak. And that's how they're brought up from their parents, from their coaches, from their teachers. They're not allowed to show emotions. So, of course, if anything heavy comes along. Yeah, they don't know how to handle it. Absolutely. You know, so what do they do? They store, 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 store it up, and then they have anger management problems. Like, they 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 yeah. they put their fist through a wall. Yeah, of course they do. What else are they supposed to do with yeah, all no, of those emotions? Seriously. You know, women are taught to talk it out because that's how you raise your children, mm-hmm. and and you know you're supposed to help your children learn. And but men aren't supposed to do that. Anyways, long story short, he's has been going through therapy, has learned so much,
1: doesn't have any more back pain. Yep shocker it's a a thing like (laughs) it's a thing there's like tension there's um carrying a burden yeah you're carrying a burden i just got a massage and my anxiety's actually been like kind of intense the past couple months which is another reason i think my meds are still like not kicking in Mm -hmm. but i've been i've been carrying it a lot in like my jaw like, I'm clenched 24-7 or I'm biting at my lip. And it's to the point where, like, my lips has been, like, bleeding for months because I keep biting the same place. Mm-hmm. And then also I've been, like, picking at my nails, like, constantly. And so, um, like, I was getting a massage and the lady, like, did something to, like, my jawline. Mm-hmm. And you know how you can tell when a massage therapist finds an area they're like, ooh, because they, like – they should Focus like they had like a flow going, and then they just stop, and they're just like pinpointed. Mm-hmm. So she she did like she just kind of like traced. Oh my god, sorry microphone. Um, she kind of like traced my jaw, and then she stopped, and she kept doing these things along my jaw, mm-hmm. and um, but it was like the muscles around my jaw, mm-hmm. and it was really interesting because like you know like at the end of a massage, sometimes they'll do your face, but it's like a once over. Like they do yeah. just a few like strokes, and then they're done. I've never had someone like focus so so much on my jaw and I was like she feels like the tension because I feel it like mm-hmm. because I'm just clenched 24 7 because my my anxiety is not it's not in, in there's Sometimes I'm mentally aware of my anxiety and I know what's causing it. But for me lately, it's been a physical anxiety to where. I physically am noticing symptoms, and I'm like, whoa, you're like super tense, like yeah. you need to chill, you know? Yeah. But it's just crazy because I think a lot of people are going through struggles and symptoms that they have not connected, that it's mental mm-hmm. and emotional, and it's just so sad.
0: Yeah. It's so sad. Oh, it's so crazy, and I think this just goes to show that Taryn and I, have been saying it all along Mm -hmm. that everyone should try out therapy, whether you have something significant to talk about or something specific to talk about, not significant, whether you have something specific to talk about or not, you should go into therapy because I think you just learn so much about yourself, about the people in your close circle, about you might have a friend or a sister who you think is, you know, just the worst and they're going through all this stuff and then you start talking about it more and they're like, why does that bother you so much? And oh, it's a me thing. Like how yeah. come I am so angry? Yeah. And, you know, it's just
1: fascinating. It is. And <laughs> therapy's hot. So get your toes so today. get your toes today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Should I get into a turn it up? I would love you to. Wow. It's been 25 minutes, Ash. It's because you cause guys said you me. like our beginning. So we really gave it to you. <laughs>
0: All right, as you guys know, tearing it up is the the segment where we talk about funny things only, and this one is titled "A Night in the Life of a Heavy Sleeper." A tearing it up. Uh, are you, you?
1: Uh, are you a heavy sleeper?
0: No, I don't, I was gonna say I don't feel like you are. I don't think I'm a light sleeper, but I don't think I'm a heavy sleeper. Like, I, I when people when my dog moves, I wake up.
1: <laughs> like, I will say you you are a fat like you I fall can asleep fall instantly. Like all we'll be talking. And then all of a sudden I'll go to say something like a second later. And I'm like, why is she breathing so heavy? She's asleep. Yeah. But I will say like every time we've slept in bed together, when I adjust, you'll start adjusting. So I'm like, oh, that woke her up. And I think same with when you adjust, I start. Yeah. I feel like our level of sleep is similar. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can fall asleep very easily, but I still
0: wake up at noises. Um, And that's me for you uh continuing on with the tearing it up she writes hi loves i'm sarah and yes you can use my name i've been a listener since 2019 and ha and happy four years to the ua fam she's congratulating us on our four-year anniversary how sweet i knew i had to write this as a tearing it up the second it happened this happened to me last night my parents went out for a date night and told me it might be late by the time they return good for them They didn't bother taking the house keys with them because they knew I'd be home. And I sleep pretty late, so they knew I'd be awake. But out of all the days I could have fallen asleep early, this was the day I decided to sleep early. (laughs) Decided Uh to go to sleep early. She puts shaking my head. Just so you know, I tend to be a heavy sleeper on days when I'm very tired. Turns out my parents arrived at midnight and rang the doorbell as per usual. When I didn't respond, she re- adds in parentheses, because I was sleeping, they tried again, and again, and again, until the doorbell's fuse actually went off. I can just picture <laughs> so just not like, her
1: dad just like, ding, dang, yeah. Dang, yeah. Dang, ding, 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 like, ding, 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 ding. Uh,
0: <laughs> my parents tried calling me, but my phone was on silent, so it kept ringing on mute, and I was out cold right next to it. Again, she adds, sh- shaking my head. <laughs> So my dad had this genius idea to park the car right below my bedroom window. Oh, my God. He stands on the roof of my car and bangs on my window to wake me up. Oh, my gosh. I finally wake up hearing my dad banging on the window. And needless to say, I was so confused. (laughs) Not only was I woken up from a deep slumber, my dad's face was peeking in from my window. I immediately got up and opened the window. What are you doing? I yell at my dad. I asked as he looked at me in disbelief. He goes, open the door, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) He says as he's proceeded to get down from the roof of the car. I was still so confused as to why my dad thought it would be a good idea to climb the car and bang on the window only to ask me to open the door instead of simply pressing the doorbell. (laughs) I went downstairs and opened the door for my parents who came in looking exhausted. (laughs) She says... So I tell them, you could have just rung the doorbell. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this morning over breakfast, we had a great laugh about it. And needless to say, my parents now keep a spare key in the car. Thanks for listening to my tearing it up story. I hope it made you laugh, too. Sending virtual bear hugs, Sarah.
1: Aww. Thanks, Sarah. That is so good. <laughs> That's so funny. That Dude, is so good. There's nothing worse than like when you like react like, Defensively, yeah. and then someone's like,
0: "Bro, Bro like it's you. been
1: hours yeah. of us ringing the doorbell. It's broken now." That was on a on a much like blander level. Our the call we had, this last week. Do you remember? So Ashley calls me. Oh, <laughs> and. Yeah and I this didn't answer. This was a week answer. ago. Yeah. Last, yesterday. I didn't answer because I was driving and I was driving in like a windy mountain. So I was like, I don't feel safe. So the second we get back to the hotel, I call her and you know, like when you call, like you do a couple exchanges and then usually the person who called will get jump to the point. into their point. Yeah. So we do a couple exchanges and then, um, Lol. it's just quiet. And then the way Ashley's like, So how you doing? And I was just like, Good. Like, how are you? And she's like, okay. And then I would wait again for her to say. She'd be like, Okay. Um uh so like how's the trip? And I was just like, Why is she being so awkward? Like, and in my mind I was like, Does she have something like crazy to tell me? And she's like avoiding it or what's going on. And so then finally I was like, She goes, Okay, well, Like, why did you call? And I was like, because you called me. She was like, no, but you called me. I was returning a call. And I was like, no, Ashley, you called me. Like, you called me. So we're like (laughs) arguing back and forth about it. So we hang up. And I look, and sure enough, I had butt-dialed Ashley. I had butt-dialed five other people. So right as soon as we hung up, I get all these texts going, hey, sorry I missed your call. What's up? And I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) But I think it was on my favorites list because it was all like, it was like Nicole, and it was like all these other people. Yeah, you left
0: me a voicemail.
1: (laughs) What was I talking about? So
0: afterwards, after we hung up, I was driving also, and my sister was in the car, and she was like, that was hilarious. And I was like, she 100% called me. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't even have to check. Like, I know. And then we got to the house and I saw I had a voicemail from you. So I played it and it was just you and your family talking and like (laughs) like ruffles of bags, it sounded like. Maybe you were
1: leaving a store
0: or something. And it was like, rustling of bags and then you get in the car and you guys are I forget, I deleted it right away, but I was just like I'm This is hilarious. Better. Yeah.
1: That's so funny. I was like, this girl tried to blame it on me. I did, I did. How dare you? <sighs> Anywho, mystery of the phone call was solved. Um and let's solve some more problems. Do you yes. like how I'm just like my mm-hmm. leeways today? Yeah, yeah, I've been, been great. really good. You've been her. on fire today. Thank you. Um okay so my story is called Am I Breadzilla?
0: Ooh, ooh.
1: Is she? What's your guess?
0: My guess is probably Okay. I feel like a
1: lot of brides have
0: bridezilla moments. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's a huge possibility that you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have zero confidence in you, but we will answer your problem.
0: <laughs> but we see, support you. Let's
1: see if you're correct. In the end. Even yeah. if you are. Yeah. You're allowed to be. It's not it's okay to be like a diva if it's in for the right. As reasons. long as
0: you as long as you uh eventually aren't <laughs> Yeah. And then you recognize it and apologize, you know. Fully, fully.
1: Okay. Um uh, hello beautiful ladies. I'd like to re- remain anonymous, but you can know my name. So her name is which I've never heard before. Um because her dad wanted to name her and her mom wanted to name her a so they mashed it together. It's to fun. Create. That's brilliant. Uh-huh. Wow. I'm just going to jump right in because you already know I'm obsessed with your podcast and I've listened to every single episode multiple times.
0: That's true love.
1: I don't listen to any podcast multiple times.
0: I've only, I've listened to a couple, but twice. Interesting. And it's because I was playing
1: it for someone else. Oh, that makes sense. I've done that before. But But not like over and over. Yeah. Wow. Uh honored, honestly. Uh Uh Uh-uh. A little background before I get into it. I'm 23 and an Enneagram 9.
0: Hello. Uh-huh.
1: Um, I live in Canada, and my now fiancé is 25, and we're pretty sure he's an Enneagram 6. Got it. Just hot take. Mm-hmm. 9 and 6, are they a good pairing? Yeah. Okay. I don't think there's any bad pairings necessarily,
0: um, as long as everyone's healthy.
1: As long as you're healthy. If you're
0: a healthy nine and a healthy six, you'll you'll be fine. Yeah, true If anyone's unhealthy and on the negative side, then that's always tough.
1: With anyone, yeah. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) truth. Yeah. (laughs) Truth. Okay, I have some strained family relationships. I won't fully get into it, but there's just a long history of drama that's never involved me but has definitely hurt the people close to me. Mm. So I just need an impartial opinion if I'm being a bridezilla. I have a hard time believing a nine would be a bridezilla. I mean, I could see, especially if you're like a wing eight or if like it was specific things or if you like held it in and then you just explode for sure. I was going to say the only way I could see myself
0: doing that is if I held it in and finally snapped for on so someone. long. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're not going to need to be because I will like (laughs) literally attack anyone who does anything to you. But
0: like if over time, the closer we get to the wedding, someone finally says, does something again and I lose it. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, by the way, I almost got in a fight this (gasps) week. I know for real. Wait, what? But me and Vanessa, who my sister-in-law is, like, even crazier than me, and we walked out of Panda Express. She was holding my niece, Uh and I was walking. It was literally our whole entire family. And, like, we had just walked out because we pulled over, and we ate. We were walking out, and as we're going, all of a sudden I see my sister-in-law, like, turn, and she, like, has, has the best, like, stank face. Like, she can threaten, like, a grown man with her face. And so she, like, turns, and she's looking, and she goes, who is she talking to? And so I turn and there's this girl, like literally from us to like maybe the door, like maybe a little further. And she's just going, say it to my face. Say it to my face over and over again. And like kind of walking towards us. So then I'm like, I'm looking around because I'm like, I've never seen this woman in my right. life. no interactions yeah. happened. And so then and then Vanessa goes, I know she's not talking to me. And I was like, oh, my God, it's about to happen right now. Because she was, like, approaching us. Uh-huh. And obviously my mama bear with my niece and nephew is psychotic. Mm-hmm. So her coming close to us, I was, like, I felt myself. I was, like, I'm about to, like, go crazy. And then finally she kind of, like, stopped. And then Vanessa was, like, I think she's on drugs. Which, like, she didn't I look was like it. I was just going to But ask. when she got closer, she there were certain mannerisms. Yeah. I was, like, oh. So initial like right away, I was like, I'm not going to engage like I'm not yeah. I'm not going to go fight someone who's like mentally not there, right. obviously. Yeah. So um, we just kind of like stopped and like kept walking. But I was like my radar was up because I was scared she was going to like come up to us. Mm-hmm. But it was the first time in so long where I, I like that that side of me where I'm, like, ready to battle hasn't come out in a while. Right. I was like, am I going to fight right now? And then I was like, okay. I was, I like was kind of just, excited. Oh, my God. I was just going to say, you were probably so sad yeah. it didn't happen. I was, ready. I was like, "Say it to your face. Let's <laughs> go. Anyways, okay. Sorry. That's the end. Um, okay. my I got engaged three weeks ago, and I was the first in my family to do so. My cousin got engaged two weeks after me which is really no big deal. The problem is that during those two weeks, so when she got engaged before her cousin did, I booked my venue and I set my date because I only had one venue I wanted, so I wanted to book at ASAP. Yeah. But I guess I booked when my cousin wanted to get married. So she said she wouldn't book the exact same weekend, but that they are going to do the same month, and my date is in the middle of the month, so that means literally it would be the week before or the week after. She was also being a little condescending about the venue I chose, but my fiance and I aren't really glamorous people, and it's the same venue my parents got married, so it's really special to me. My question is, am I being selfish to not want my cousin getting married the week before me? I'm a bit biased about her because she said some mean things to me and my sister and my fiance in the past. So I don't know if I'm just being too quick to be upset because it's her. It's a small town and I have a small family. So our guest lists are going to be virtually the same. And I guess I'm just a little disappointed that every family gathering between now and then is just going to be comparing us. I'm also scared. I'll worry about it if our dresses are similar, what she's doing, how she's decorating, etc. I'm also disappointed because if I hadn't booked my date already, I would have... Let her book hers first and then space mine out a bit. But I took the time she wanted not knowing and now it's too late for me to change for her and I don't expect her to change what she wants for me. But it would be nice if she could compromise and do it like a few weeks before or after instead of being so close. I haven't said anything to her. I just apologize for taking the time she wanted after she told me and she just said you're good and it's definitely not my place to say anything about when she wants to get married. So what do you ladies think? Am I being a bridezilla? I truly just feel really awful about the whole situation. How do you think I should approach this going forward? P.S. There is no there is also no particular reason why my cousin wants that specific time. It sounds like it's just what works best for their timeline, but there's not a specific sentimental reason that they haven't chosen a venue yet. Love you so much, and thank you for re- reading this. I'll attach a picture of my fiance and I, and also my little Lego collection for Taryn, which cute. <laughs> so that's them. Oh
0: my God, so cute. so cute, so cute. What cutie.
1: Gorgeous ring, and then her Legos, which, by the way, big fan of the Star Wars helmet mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. So great start to your collection. Um, and then she responded a little bit later, and said, update, I just heard from my grandma. She officially booked her wedding the week before ours, and now I really don't know what to do.
0: This solidifies my answer.
1: You think yeah? No, no, no. The, her booking
0: the date bef- the week before her wedding. The cousin oh. booking the date the week.
1: Wow, I, this is getting I confusing. thought you were talking about initially when I said, when I said is she being a bridezilla and you said yeah? And I was like, well, I oh, don't think no, she no. is. No, no, no. <laughs>
0: It's, it sounds so weird because it does feel so silly. Yeah. Um, but in the end, you got married first or engaged first and you booked the venue first. That's yep. not your problem that she yep. wanted that timeline. If she really, really wanted that timeline. She could have like they could have planned better. Yeah, that's the, oh, that's that's on them. And I don't mean this in, in a mean way, but um, you shouldn't have to bend over backwards to do something for her and if she's not even trying to negotiate with you then like then don't yeah What's shady as hell in my opinion is booking the weekend right before yeah because now she's going to be married before you yeah which again it sounds silly to make it a big deal but when your family and your entire family is going to be coming out now two weekends in a row mm-hmm. like that is extremely personal yep. that's not just like oh you're, you're one of your friends you know is also getting married before you that's stupid you know like yeah. it's stupid but also it's not like she's going to be at your wedding <laughs> also is she planning on having a honeymoon that's what i was like is, is she, she going gonna to come to your there? wedding at all yeah so here's i feel like my two options and this is me being like very petty about it i would i'd be like what the hell the week before yep i was engaged first i booked my stuff first i booked the time first and you're going to get married the weekend before mine yeah I would legit throw a tantrum. Yeah. And to the whole family cuz it's it's honestly so stupid what she's doing. <laughs> um or if I wanted to be a more mature grown up, um I would cancel my time. And I would yeah. get mine so far away from her wedding date and make it so clear that I want nothing to do my wedding to have nothing yeah. to do with hers. Yeah. Like it's got to be like one or the other cuz I want the and in the end of the day I want you to be happy. And enjoy your wedding day and not pissed off that it's right next to your cousins. Yeah. So in the end, I'd probably end up doing something like that because she sounds like the worst. And I wouldn't even want to deal with
1: her. She sounds terrible. And it makes sense why you guys have an estranged relationship. Especially, like, her, like basically talking crap that she thinks their venue isn't nice enough. Yeah. knowing ew. There's like a sentimental reason. Like, ew. that's a terrible, that just shows a lot human. of her personality. Yeah. No, thank you. No. Yeah. I think, you know, it is the, <laughs> it's not even the fact that it's before, because I don't think I necessarily would care about like, if like, say like I got engaged and you got engaged after me, but your wedding was before mine. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'd be like, like I'm supposed to get married before you. I'd I'd just be like, okay. Yeah. But if it was, it's different if it was even like a month before. Right. But the weekend before feels very, very targeted and very problematic because I do think there is a lot of comparison that could happen of like, now your showers are going to be back to back. Their showers, their bachelorette parties, their everything. Um, so I agree with Ash. I Well, I think you can go about it two ways. You can be aggressive, sit her down and be like, hey, this really like phased me. And I'm just confused of like why you felt the need to do this. Yeah. Um, you can do that. Um, you can also choose to just avoid the conflict by calling your venue and being like, hey, explaining it to them. I would even like lie and be like, literally I just found out my cousin's getting married the same day and it's family and I have to be there. Can, is there any dates within the next month or two after that, that, Mm. you know, that you have something open and can I switch without there being like a huge fee? Um, so that's a way to avoid it. If you want to like still, if she's not changing your mind and you want to be like productive about it, you could just ask her to go to coffee and you guys can sit and talk about, like, okay, like realistically, like what is like what are your plans for like what you're aiming for, like your directions of like decorations and food and all this stuff. If you're wanting to just have things different, I would just be like, Hey, if we could just like check in with each other because I wanna make sure we have like you know, like different weddings. So yeah, it's not what like, are your bridesmaids' dress colours. I'm yeah. gonna do the opposite oh, then. Literally. You know, like yeah.
0: But like also I don't wanna do that with her.
1: No, I know, I would, and that's sitting annoying. Sitting down to have a brainstorm session yeah. about
0: your—no, thank you. Like, no. she sounds. Oh. No, she sounds terrible. I would distance. I would. Ch- also, I would cancel the date and move it.
1: I feel like mm, your wedding scene to be better than hers, anyways, because it sounds like yours is going to be like intimate and sentimental, and you sound like a cool person, which like I'm sure hers is going to be very high maintenance and. Like, people in her life know the way she is, so... Well, she's probably gonna, like, steal her other friend who's
0: getting married. She's probably gonna steal her pinch board and just, like, copy-paste the same thing. Well
1: what you have to think about, too, is... she's the worst. What if they have, like, they both have a cousin that they're gonna ask to be in their bridal parties? I'm telling you right now, if someone asked me to be in a wedding just a week apart, I would be like, are you gonna pay for my stuff? Because the thought of paying for two bridesmaids' dresses... Two freaking bachelorette parties, mm-hmm. showers, mm-hmm. everything. She said it's a small family. Wearing makeup, like I don't th- it's so expensive.
0: I can't go I couldn't go to Coachella this year because of all the weddings yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. Like it's it's super expensive. And to ask your family members to like possibly get off work for two weddings or two yeah. events, two bachelorettes, whatever you have planned, I don't know. Is that's a lot. Yeah. That's asking a whole lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like I would probably duck out of the date if it's possible. And even if it's like a few hundred dollar charge or something, I think the price of your sanity would be worth it. Um, But I think if not, if you're going to have to go through this, I would try. And that's the only reason I suggested like sitting down, I would try to create a cordial communication line between you and her so that it's like, Hey, like, what dates are you planning on doing your bachelorette party? Because I need to plan mine. You're so sweet. And maybe you have like a back and forth of like, okay, I'm going to – this is the date for my bachelorette party. You have to work around it. This is the date for my shower. You have to work around it, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think there's going to be a lot of clashing. So if it is going to stay a week apart, I would try to figure out the best way to do it. Or you just bulldoze and do what you want and not care. I was going to say. What happens. My passive-aggressive self would – I would
0: cancel my date and move it because I don't want anything to do with hers. I don't want mine to overlap in any way. And then I would be the first to book everything, send out invitations for everything. I would be first. I would make it very clear what my wedding colors (laughs) are. like, Let's say I'm going with yellow roses. Like I would, it would be the theme of everything. Like my (laughs) wedding is yellow. If you come for my color, like I will kill you. You know, like I would post it. (laughs) I would show everyone, I'd send emails to the family and be like, just want to let you know, like our color scheme so that you can start planning accordingly. (laughs) And it would all be directed at her because I'm passive aggressive like that. Yeah. yeah. Because I can't sit down and have a healthy conversation like Taryn. (laughs) I'll just constantly tell the family how (laughs) she is for having booked the (laughs) (laughs) the wedding Uh, to be the weekend before. Because who does that?
1: Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. But I would just, I mean, don't stress yourself out about the comparison. If people are, like, I cannot imagine if my two cousins were in this situation that I'd be like, she's getting that and you're getting that. Ooh, that's, you're winning. Like, I think yeah. I would just that's be so like. stupid. Your weddings are individual and unique to you. So don't, don't stress about that. But. But don't let her take your colors. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But also, don't don't piss her off too much because if cause you do would. get in a she sounds like she, she would. could. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to make people peace. People like that who
0: don't have enough
1: exciting things happening in their life
0: that they just want to cause drama yeah. everywhere they go. They're like, oh, she's getting married. Now I'm getting married. I'm yeah. gonna book it the weekend before hers just to see how she reacts because she's crazy.
1: Yeah, she sounds co-raise uh,
0: uh, send me her number and i'll just uh anonymously send her this episode <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, i, were I say won't tell her or it's me i won't
0: tell her it's from you i'll just be like someone said you should hear this T.
1: and that's all in life <laughs> Oof, but good luck but keep us posted with me what you number. do um, also like an extra month or two to plan a wedding is so valuable. So Absolutely. if you can change it, I would do it and just like I if avoid it's the like stress. a
0: June wedding. Cause you know how some people are obsessed with like the idea of yeah, a June yeah. wedding. Maybe that's the, yeah. what's happening here.
1: And it sounds like her, her sentimental anonymous is the place so if you can just change the date mm-hmm. and keep the place yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. But obviously if you can't, don't sacrifice like what's important to you. Exactly. Exactly. For her cuz she obviously doesn't care about like and she's you. the worst.
0: Yeah. She sucks. Send me her number.
1: Ashley will send her a strongly
0: worded email. No, I won't. I'll just be like someone told me that this person is talking about you. <laughs> And she'll be like, Who you. is this? And I just won't respond. And then she's obviously get, gonna listen because intrigued. Yeah. We this strongly like, word word sh- email. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I love this. Ted. This is fun. Yeah. Zero pressure, but I would do it. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to my email today. This one is titled, How do I break up with my long-term boyfriend? Woof. Attacks. <laughs> a letter. A letter. A handwritten letter. <laughs> Hi, Ashley and Taryn. I doubt one of you will read this, but if you do, I would like to stay anonymous, but you guys can know my name. It's... Aww. I just want to start off by saying that I love you both so much, and I have been following you guys since the very beginning of your accounts on YouTube and Instagram. I love your podcast, and it has been a daily routine of mine to listen to it in the morning while I'm getting ready. You sweetheart. We love ya. Sweet angel baby. (laughs) Now, for why I'm reaching out, dot, 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 I have been with my current boyfriend for about four years now, and he really has been the best. We met when we were both in marching band and became friends instantly, and two years later, he asked me to be his girlfriend. He is super sweet, loyal, kind, and everything a boyfriend should be. He has done so much for me and is honestly my best friend. He and I are both in post-secondary school right now. I am from Ontario, Canada, where he is finishing his degree. Wait, we well, Canada? We both had Canada people. Oh, interesting. That's nuts. Well, that's fun.
1: Yeah. Huh. Okay, sorry. Continue.
0: Where he is finishing his degree. Well, I am halfway through mine, but in Nova Scotia, Canada. Long distance really hasn't been that challenging since we have a really good communication and set up weekly Skype calls with you know Skype dates and things Cute. like that. On paper... He really is the perfect guy. However, recently things have been feeling off. Mm. I no longer find myself reaching for my phone to text him, and I don't rush to pick up my phone when he calls. I don't miss him as much as I used to, etc. He flew down to see me for my birthday, and while he was here, I even fell off being with him physically. Mm. I felt uncomfortable and awkward and not at all what we used to be like. He does get very clingy sometimes as well, which makes me even less at ease. Our conversations are now starting to feel different too. I feel like I can't tease him or make jokes with him. We run out of things to say, and it always just ends up with him talking about our future together. For a while, I was excited about having a future together, such as moving in, getting a pet together, even getting engaged. But now whenever that topic comes up, I feel anxious, and I feel overwhelmed, like it's moving too fast. He is two years older than me, so it is understandable that he is looking into that next stage in his life, but I feel as if I'm no longer feeling ready. I really don't know what to do, and I feel like a bad girlfriend and a bad person because I seem to have the perfect guy, and yet, here I am, unhappy. I need time to think and... I think some time alone as well, but I have no idea how to bring this up. I've tried to bring it up once that we might not be together forever because people change and grow and the future is uncertain. But when I brought this up to him, he got really emotional and he said he loves me so much that he doesn't know how he could live without me Mm. and that he would be heartbroken. He has also expressed that he is scared of losing me and potentially losing me to someone else. I'm so sorry this email is so long and so all over the place. It's absolutely not. No, it's not. Um, really, any advice would help. And even if you do not read this on the podcast, it did help just to write down my thoughts. I love you both. Keep being the amazing and inspiring women that you are. Lots of love, Anonymous.
1: Oh. I feel sick. I hate that. That's
0: such a, that's such a bummer feeling because you can't help it sometimes, you know, sometimes there's no excuse. There's no reason. I've said, we've said this before on the podcast, but sometimes you just wish that your partner would be a jerk. So you had a reason to feel the way that you feel, you know, but there's no denying how you feel.
1: Yeah. It can shift so fast. Yeah. I mean, okay. So I feel like (laughs) I started off with this opinion of like, Girl, you just got to tough it out Uh until you guys are back together because long distance is is. really rough. It is. Um, Your your patterns, your comfortability, like a lot of stuff gets off. Um, So that makes sense to me of like, you know, oh, I don't need to reach for the phone all the time. I don't need to whatever. Also, I mean, even relationships where you're with each other, you go through phases where you're just kind of like, meh. About the person, exactly. like, that's normal, too. Yeah. It especially happens, like, in marriage. So normal. Um, Now, if you were married, I would say, find ways to, like, re-spark and, like, stick through it because I believe in that. Like, I believe in, like, working hard for a marriage and it's not always easy and lovey-dovey. Mm-hmm. But you're not. And I think it sounds to me like it's more than just long distance isn't working. Now it's entered a, like, something's off in my gut. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, as a woman, that is very hard to ignore and get over. Mm-hmm. Um, now, would this have happened if you guys never were long distance? Honestly, probably not. But I think... Might have happened also, later. it could have. I think that, like, sometimes life situations throw each other off, mm-hmm. like, and and it sucks because you're like, we would probably be fine if this never happened. But, yeah. like, there's no point in dwelling in that because it did happen. And this is where you are. Um, like, I even had a friend who, like, her dad passed away. It created so much stress in her relationship that they they ended up not together. Mm-hmm. Would that have been the same case? I don't know. But it did happen. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he did not have the balls to, like, be a supportive, like, human being. So. Yeah. Like it's better that she got out of there now because would hard stuff have come up in life that he would have failed her? Exactly. Absolutely. I feel like some life things
0: come along and it speeds up something yes. that probably would have happened in the yeah, future. Yeah. So, you know, doesn't matter how long you're in a relationship with someone, eventually there's a loss of a family member yeah. or an emergency or a family emergency, something serious happens, it's inevitable. Um, and how that person responds. Now is probably yeah. how they're going to respond later on in life, too. Yeah. And I think I think possibly uh, the long distance is just showing to you that maybe that's that yeah. that true love that you felt before. Just maybe it's not there anymore.
1: Yeah. And the thing, I do also
0: want to know, like, how old you are. Well, they're she's both still in, in college.
1: So I would say like their early 22? 20s. Maybe? Yeah. Because here's the thing. And this is this is something I've told so many friends of mine. You are possibly putting yourself at risk of losing something amazing. Yeah. So whatever decision you make, you have to be prepared that it could be the wrong one. But I think that's in life in general. Like, everything is a risk because we don't know. We, like, have no idea, like, what is really, like, the next step. And to
0: be fair, the cards that you have at play now sometimes change. Like, you lose a few, you gain a few. Like, things change. And sometimes... It doesn't work out yeah. and it's no one's fault, but that's just how it
1: played out. Yeah. If if he was maybe like three months, three months, and then he's returning home and you guys wouldn't be long distance. Yeah. I think my advice would be to t- fully knock out that that is not the factor that's causing this. Wait it out and give it like maybe like a month or so like of him being back and trying to find a new routine to see if that spark comes back up and then it really just was the distance because some people just I know that I'm not capable of long distance like I'm just I know that about myself so that would kind of knock out the possibility that like you're throwing away something that really just like wasn't surviving in it's like the temperature it was in. Right. Like you move the plant indoors, all of a sudden it starts growing. Like it didn't do well in direct sunlight. Right. Like, so if it was a, a short term thing, I would say that if it's not, I think that you have to have a very blunt conversation. And I mean, your initial question is like, how do I break up with him? The thing is, is like, you need to be very honest and, you need to explain to him that that something has shifted and you're not feeling the same and that you could. I think like sometimes it's like I could continue this, right? Like mm-hmm. I could continue this and stay with you, try to figure out a way to like force myself into this. But I deserve better than that. And mm-hmm. he, most importantly, you deserve better than that. Yeah. And, and who's to say, like, what the future holds? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I know that right now I need time to just, like, be by myself. And I I don't want to continue to pour into this relationship hope for you mm-hmm. and also the stress that it's causing me. Like, I think we just need time to split. And if if our lives circle back together, awesome. But if they don't, like, then at least we won't be, like, wasting each other's time in college. Like, I wish so bad that me and my ex would have broken up like a year or two before we did Mm -hmm. (laughs) because then I would have got to experience college. And I feel like that's where everyone meets people. Mm -hmm. That's where you get to like explore and do so much stuff. But I was like basically in this like married off relationship Mm for the end of my college experience, you know. So I just think like if if it is a long term thing, these feelings are clearly not going away. They're getting worse. Like don't beat around the bush. Like you got to do it.
0: Yeah, and I um, I I've, if I got this right, I'm pretty sure they're they're like two years out of high school. If she's halfway through her post, oh she's halfway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. y'all Oof, are babies. That's two years. Yeah. y'all are babies. And I think something that you could, well, okay, rewind. Here's something you need to do first. I think you need to decide if you want to give him a chance to fix things or not, because something that. Uh, stuck out to me that would really bother me is you mentioned he can be clingy and that would drive me insane and that's just my personality and obviously that's his personality and there's nothing wrong with either one but now that I know that he's a baby too if I still loved him and thought he was a great guy and could possibly see myself with him then I would do what Terrence said I would have a hard conversation with him and I would just be like hey I'm going to be honest all of this future talk together scares me and it's not because of who you are. I think you're an amazing person, but we're so young, you know, and I I, I get anxious when you start talking about marriage yeah. and I get anxious when you start talking about all this stuff because I'm not even done with school yet. Yeah. I'm still learning about who I am and people, we say this on the podcast all the time, people change so much between the ages of 18 and 25, yep. especially men. So he might not even necessarily know what he's looking for and he's just jumping into the next stage.
1: Well, and is he being clingy on your visits because he's like... I haven't seen you for so long. I just want to, like, soak up every minute of you. Yeah. Because Or is he being clingy,
0: like, texting, like, hi, where are you? You haven't heard from you. Yeah,
1: because those two things are totally different. And that could be something you communicate to. him, like, hey, I know, like, and I miss you too, but, like, our our love languages aren't mashing up in those moments. Because I love being with you and I love that quality time. But, like, when you're constantly just, like, saying all these things and, like, grabbing me, it, like, makes me feel overwhelmed. So I think it's... I think you're right if if she's wanting to just see if they can work it out I think a lot of productive honest straight to the point conversations like that need to happen of like literally it, it overwhelms me how much you touch me when we're like yeah. with each other or yeah. or whatever it is you know
0: yeah I just had a really good conversation with my boyfriend the other day about like spending time together and um, we both love love and I, it's our personalities we both love our like space yeah yeah and that's something that um, I knew I needed, but I didn't know no like uh, like I needed. And he also is the same way. Like he personally loves to like paint and read and like just he loves space. He loves quiet. Like too much people can really like aggravate him. Yeah. So he'll he'll be okay for like a night, and then he needs space. And I feel like I'm the same way with friendships, with family, with my relationship, even with work. Like I need space away from yeah. everything where I can kind of just process and unwind yeah, and be yeah. with myself. And I think you might be the same type of person and i think yeah. it's totally okay to have a conversation with him and be like hey like i'm going to go out today and i'm not planning on seeing you the rest of the day yeah and nothing's wrong <laughs> and i need you to learn to accept that because this is going to yeah. become a regular thing where i i want to be able to leave and go go spend time with myself and not have you asking me where i am or why i'm not here or making me feel bad for yeah. not bringing you, you know, it's total. It's not selfish to prioritize those needs. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
1: and part of me is like very curious and anonymous. Only you can answer this, ooh. and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not accusing. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh huh. If you sat with yourself and genuinely, honestly, look back at when, the, ooh, not me. Almost she almost threw her coffee. My ass coffee <laughs> it's getting hated. Um. Okay. <laughs> If you, like, look back and you're, like, thinking about when these doubts started coming, all these things, I would be very curious. Mm. Are you around a lot of guys that you're finding attractive? Mm. Like, are you starting to hang out with groups of friends and, like, getting your flirt on, girl? Like, are you craving maybe, like, or seeing just a lifestyle outside of the lifestyle that you had with this person and could that be something that's triggering you of being like, things aren't I working? Don't have that. I want because that. I'm telling you right now, if that starts to happen, us as humans, especially people who think they're good people, uh, not not think they're good people, who, who are good people? people and desire to be good people, you, what your mind starts to do is rationalize and shift and start to prepare your exit in a way that avoids something like you might be feeling guilty over or not mm. wanting to like accept. Mm. So, it, there is nothing wrong with if you are feeling all those things, yeah. but I think that's where I think you need to come to grips with like okay, I am obviously getting tempted in areas and like seeing things that are different than my boyfriend that like I actually want because if that is the case, I think the way that I would approach things with him is different. I would be just straight up like, hey, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I just think I've changed and I want different things. And mm-hmm. you're a great person. And I I feel like I'm risking losing someone amazing. But like right now... I just feel like I'm headed in a different path and I need to like do that. Yeah. And I don't want to lead you on and then just leave it. Oh my God. Yeah. But if it, none none of that stuff is going on and it's just your connection with him is changing and you add on to that, you have a long distance relationship. Mm -hmm. There could be things that could be improved and you could figure out a different rhythm or it could be something where you leave more open ended of just like, Hey, I can't do long distance. Like it's just, It's not good for me and I think we should just take the rest of college to like be ourselves and maybe when we're back in the same place we can see if there's something still there and you leave it at that. But I think you need to sit and have a very honest conversation about what are all the factors Mm -hmm. and then that should help which way you can go with it. Yeah and then you also said that yourself in this email
0: you said it feels like it's moving too fast. I feel anxious and I feel overwhelmed when this topic yeah. comes up. It feels like it's moving too fast. I think that already tells you that you don't want to get married. Yeah, at least right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is and fine. I think there's nothing wrong with vocalizing exactly what you just said. Absolutely. Like, hey, I love you. I've enjoyed our time together, but when we start talking about marriage and like the future together, I start feeling like you said verbatim. I'm anxious and overwhelmed, like it's moving too fast. And maybe give you, maybe give you guys a chance to slow down. Yeah. Like make it clear to him that you don't want to be talking about marriage yet. I think, I think talking about marriage is essential in relationships because there's things you should have conversations about before you get married. But also you guys are so young. So I don't think you necessarily need to be. Like me at my age, I think it's a little different where I'm like, okay, like let's have this conversation. How do you feel about this? Like what does this look like for you? Because I am closer to an age of wanting to get married. Yeah, yeah. But- coming like fresh in college still like i wouldn't want to be talking about that either and so i think it's okay to be like hey buddy yeah i'm enjoying this but we gotta slow down on this like futuristic talk because i'm not there yet i'm not saying we need to break up yet but i'm not there yet so let's not let's not not talk about it you know like let's just enjoy this let's be happy with where where we're at and that's uh, of course assuming that you wanna like slow it down with him and give that a try yeah. first.
1: No, I feel like you have three routes that yeah. we've discussed, but I think either way, even if you go the way, which I feel like is very common to just be like, hey, this isn't working for me long term, like let's just like, I don't want to regret college experience. I don't want you to regret it. Like yeah. when we're back in the same town, we can see what's there. As long as you know you could be risking losing him. And if if at the end of the day you see all of the factors, and you're like, I think I'm okay taking that risk. I think that's your answer right there. I think that's so, hundred percent, your answer. Just be honest and don't don't leave open ended unless yeah. you genuinely, genuinely think you could actually see a, a possible thousand, future.
0: A thousand percent. Yeah. And I'm gonna uh, say one more thing. I think you need to figure this out first before having the conversation. Yeah, with him. I agree. I because you said she said she's a night. Oh, that was your email. It's all blurring okay we don't know their enneagram numbers um but it it is so easy to get swayed when you're having a hard conversation with someone you love and then you start giving them false hope when in your heart you already know it's not happening no for sure so you need to decide if you're asking for space and going on a break you need to decide if you're ending it and you also need to decide if if you're gonna like slow it down and tell him that you don't want to start talking about that kind of stuff yet Whichever one you stick with, you got to freaking stick with it. When you have that conversation, it's going to be hard. You're going to cry. He's going to cry. It's going to be messy. It's going to be emotional. But you need to be very blunt with him so that he knows exactly what's going to happen. Because if he has some kind of false hope, that's just cruel.
1: Yeah. That's not
0: fair. Yeah. That's when we're being mean. So definitely don't do that. But only you know the answer. Like Taryn said, we gave you three options. Hopefully that helps kind of clear things up with which one resonates with you. Um, and good luck. That's uh-huh. never easy to do. That's always
1: really hard. Oof. So I'm so sorry. Long distance is rough, man. <sighs> Woof. Well, I'll, I'll solve a little bit of your problem L- by telling Please you a dad do. joke to Please make you laugh. Do. Again, with the leeway. Wow. So that. good. So good. Uh, this one, I don't know if I've read this one before, but I just love how it's written. I think it's so funny. Um, what do sprinters eat before they race? Ooh. Sprinters. Mm-hmm.
0: Sprinters eat. I
1: don't know. Nothing. They
0: fast. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? it. Isn't it That's a somebody. really good
1: one. They yeah.
0: fast. They fast. Oh, guys, well, you already know the drill. If you made it to the dad joke, we love you the mostest. We have merch available. Check out our merch website. We have so much fun socials that have been popping up on TikTok and Instagram. So definitely go follow us there. We also have our individual YouTube channels. So please support and subscribe to our channels because um, we need you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's rough out there. We need you. And our goal is to get famous and rich. <laughs> rich. Um, be sure to send us any stories or situations that you're going through. Send us an email and we'd love to read it on the podcast. We love you so much. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.